Warning, Viva La Bam features stunts performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals to ensure the safety of performers and animals alike. Accordingly, MTV and the producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any of these stunts or activities. Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the underground podcast that you found out about because your friend handed it to you on a tape that you can only watch after your parents are asleep because they'll tell you, hey, that podcast is inappropriate. It's a bad influence. Don't repeat what you hear on that podcast. They probably should. Kate, have you ever seen... I have not. Does this mean anything to you? I know who Bam is. You, can you, what do you know about Bam? Here's what I know about oh, Bam. Oh, before you start, sorry to interrupt you immediately. We've had a lot of discussion, debate in our household, the two of us, about whether or not, since our podcast is so PG, we can even say the name of the show that I think you're about to say. So, for the record, I'm going to bleep it every time we say it in this episode. I'm going to say notes, it a bunch. I've also said in the notes, I've limited the number of times I say it. So uh, I was trying to spare any listeners these bleeps, which again, you'll say these bleeps are ridiculous, but it's consistent with how we've authored the show. For this the is a family friendly show. So. It's for families. What do you know about Bam? Sometimes my nieces listen to this show. Hey, nieces. Hi. You're in Kate's real cool. <laughs> Here's what I know about Bam. I know that he was on a show called Check <laughs> And I know that... He was, I've seen episodes of Jack and he is the one that I like the least. Interesting. I like his parents, Phil and April. I really like April. I think April is just a mom trying to do her best. You're going to love Viva La Bam then. They are main characters. Um, I think she's a mom trying to do her best and her son is pretty unruly. (laughs) Um, And she's just not sure what to do about it. Uh You know, sometimes you can do everything right and still come out with a Bam. So here's what else I know about Bam. I know he wears those flat shoes that look ridiculous. Those big skater shoes that are like real flat and then they have the puffy tops. You remember those. Kind of. I never would have. That's not something I would have been able to pull from my memory. And I've seen more of this content of him than you have. Um, That's hilarious. I think he started out like making skate videos and then he did And now he has some problems. Got to fire up the bleep machine. So the problem, part of the problem is knowing that he was removed from the fourth movie and all that stuff and knowing his troubles lately with drugs and alcohol and behavior, it really puts a bad tint on this whole story because you talked about April maybe being upset. April loves Bam. I've seen her in recent interviews. She fully supports him. He was like, I mean, he was making so much money. He was so successful at such a young age. I think she was really, even though his behavior is so strange, I think they were kind of in on it. Sure. Because I don't totally. love the way that he treats Phil sometimes. All he does is he like boxes Phil. He'll go up and just punch Phil repeatedly. I mean, listen, these parents videos. were making a lot of money for I their think, son's antics. Yeah, I think they were kind of in on that. Yeah. And I think they were super happy with how things were going at a certain point. And then obviously yeah. it went off the rails. And like Steve-O before him, he could still have a comeback. Bam was the most successful member. Like him and Johnny Knoxville, I would say, were tied because Bam didn't try to get into mainstream acting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a time where Bam's skateboards were selling more than Tony Hawk's skateboards. He was like the most successful member of that whole or that whole thing. 
But importantly, he was the one I liked the least. So <laughs> A lot of people, especially people our age who watched Viva La Bam in their preteens and teens, Bam was their favorite. You know, I have mixed feelings about Bam. I like Johnny Knoxville more personally, but even back then I kind of did. But I saw this because Bam, we were exposed more to Bam because of this show that we're about to watch today. This put Bam in our homes more than all the other guys. I don't think you would want Bam in your home. He seems like a kind of guy who would like maybe get a little too drunk and then like pee on your couch. One of my dad's friend's kids went to Westchester University where Bam is from, that town, and they like, their dorm or apartment got trashed and they literally said, well, Bam came over, we had a party and Bam came over and trashed our place. I don't know if I believe that Bam came to the... I mean, maybe, but it seems like they might have... Anyway, I always thought that story was interesting. The dog ate my homework of my college years. Right. I'm sure every kid at Westchester is like, oh yeah, Bam trashed my place. So, Kate, Viva La Bam, the show we're going to watch today, uh, aired on MTV from 2003 to 2006. A little bit of background, and while... We've never done this before. Here's a new gimmick. While I give you the background, because you're always so bored by it, I'm going to play a video on the screen. There's no sound. Uh, but you'll just be able to kind of see what's going on. And, and if anything sticks out to you, you can interrupt me and comment on it. Okay. This is Bam's first video, okay? So uh, we have to go back even further, though, than Bam's first video to do Viva La Bam's story because it all has to do with a rock band called the CKY. CKY stands for Camp Kill Yourself. Very edgy. For, so edgy. For a 90s and early 2000s oh, rock oh band. Oh, my God. The camera's shaking a lot, right? Is that what you're... Yeah. <laughs> They're doing the intro, and it's like... A film by Bam Margera, and the camera's just going crazy, zooming in on him. And look, they're like jumping off of high things, and you know, it's basically Jack right? Mm-hmm. Before Jack I had to bleep that twice. Uh, so, CKY, right, is a band that was formed in 1998 in Westchester, Pennsylvania. The members were uh, Darren Miller and Jess Margera, Bam's older brother. They met in high school, and then Chad Ginsburg is the third member who those two met at a recording studio when they were doing a different project prior to forming CKY. Jess's younger brother, Bam, whose real name is Brandon, but his grandfather nicknamed him Bam. He was a childhood skateboard prodigy. That's important to this story. Bam was extremely talented, hardworking, and successful at skateboarding. Okay. Like as a little kid. Okay. You know, he's been skateboarding his whole life. And the way video gets involved with this is because his dad, Phil would drive Bam around. He was really supportive and would drive him to all these skate parks. And I think this is really a nice part of the story because Phil doesn't know about skateboarding, you know? It's not like he's Bam's doing something Phil did when he was a kid. He's skateboarding, you know? Phil has no clue about that, but he like, he's like, hey, he's good at it. He likes it. It's keeping him out of trouble. Sure. So he would drive him around as like literally under 10 years old, like single digit mm-hmm. age up through his teens to all the skate parks, including Philadelphia, you know, FDR Park and all that. And he would film him because Phil was like into, like all dads of that age at that time had a home movie camera, my dad did, and would film Bam skating. Bam would then take this footage and edit together skate videos, which were kind of a popular underground thing in the VHS market. And he would make his own skate videos of his footage his dad made. And then, of course, Bam gets into filming himself. So what he would do is he'd make these skate videos that are like 99% successful skating. And then there'd be like 1% bails, mess-ups, bloopers, sometimes weird skits, sometimes pranks. He'd show these videos to all his neighborhood friends, and he realized that, you know, it's like a test screening, that the skate stuff isn't that interesting to anyone but him and his skating friends, but all his other friends just like the bloopers. So he started balancing it more and more weird stuff, less skating. You know, the skating gets taken out of these videos, now it's like all bloopers, all stunts, all pranks. He thinks that maybe he could market this and not just show it to his friends, so he puts together a VHS called Land Speed Presents CKY because the video features all the music by his brother's band because he can get access to that for legally, you know, with his permission. So it's music by CKY, videos by Bam and his friends, 
Land Speed was a skateboarding uh, wheel company that went out of business but helped fund and distribute the first video. That video came out on VHS and DVD on March 1st, 1999. It was successful enough in this kind of underground word of mouth way to warrant a sequel, CKY2K, on March 22nd, 2000. Later, they did a three and a four in 2001 and 2002. Around the same time, on the other side of the country, in California, a skateboarding magazine called Big Brother was making videos just like this. Same idea, weird stunts. You know, they started with skating and then it got less and less skating. For, uh, they made four tapes, Big Brother, from 1996 to 2001. The famous piece of one of these videos is Johnny Knoxville shooting himself while wearing a bulletproof vest. He wasn't a skateboarder. He could just he was just willing to do crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was a struggling actor at the time, so this was another avenue for him. Big Brother became aware of BAM's CKY stuff because the videos were popular enough. They contacted him and they teamed up put their, all their footage together. They edited together some of the Big Brother videos and some of the CKY videos to make a pilot that they shopped around to make a TV version of this because mm -hmm. it's the early 2000s. It's edgy. Reality TV is a thing. This is a whole new type of TV show. Just weird stunts. MTV picked up the pilot, turned it into a series. That series, of course, is Jack which ran from 2000 to 2002. They made three seasons. Then, of course, they made all the movies starting in 2002, and they made four of them up till now. When Jack ended... MTV didn't want the party to stop because it was the most highest rated successful show on MTV. There's a moral panic all related to that that we'll do sure. if we ever do a full proper episode on them. But they greenlit two spinoffs because, you know, they wanted to keep going. So the first spinoff is called Wild Boys. Did you ever see that? Did I ever make you watch that? Maybe no. once. Okay, that's, that's, you would like that. It's Steve-O and Chris Pontius and the director of Jack Jeff Tremaine. They just travel don't around. Mini Puig. I love Correct. Manny and Puig. Manny Puig. He's not in every Wild Boys, but he's in most of them. They just travel around, like around the world, and interact with animals, but also kind of do stunts. It's like a nature show almost, but with their flavor to it. Uh, that was one of the two shows. The other spinoff was called Viva La Bam, which is like a semi-scripted reality show about Bam and his CKY crew, the guys from these old videos. This show, Viva La Bam, ran from October 26, 2003 to March 22, 2006. They made 40 episodes over five seasons, and it's literally just like a sort of reality show, which, again, were popular, you know, like the Osbournes. So, like, sort of scripted, sort of not, about Bam and his friends and April and Phil, his uncle Don Vito, this whole bizarre world in Westchester of Bam's life. It had its own spinoff later, Bam's Unholy Union in 2007, which documented him getting married. That marriage ended. I watched this show before I ever saw Jack. Huh. I would consider myself now a huge fan of Jack. I really ought to fire up the bleep machine on the edit on this. Uh, it's going to get it. It may run out of bleeps. And this I saw first just because of my exact age and my access to TV. And this, you know, they had to move that show to a much later slot because it was getting a lot of flack for people imitating it. But this ended up being on, you know, at like a normal-ish time. So I saw it and it was later. I was older. Uh, and I, like, have mixed feelings then and now. I didn't like skateboarding. I'm not really that into skateboarding. But I like pranks, you know? Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. My main memory of this is, like, real, it being the first time I realized that reality TV is, like, sort of contrived. It's not mm -hmm. truly off the cuff. Because yeah. you'll see immediately. It's so obvious to our eyes now. But, like, at the, you know, reality yeah, TV back then, little, the promise yeah. was, not even just to kids, I think, yeah. to everybody when it was new. Like, you're like, and then a real, real alligator showed up. Yeah. It's, it, like, it's pretty ridiculous huh. when you see it. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Why are people so worried about the kids, the today and like TikTok and things like that. Like well, there have been dirt kids forever think, and they've always done this. I think though, if you truly are worried about TikTok, mm. which I am a little bit, you could point to this and be like, this is the beginning of the end. I guess. We're airing the worst moments of the dumbest, most, because this is all avoidable behavior. Sure. I feel like Dickensian urchins were doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, though. but they weren't filming it and getting famous. That's Bam true. became rich doing this. That's you know, true. that the incentive, you know, it's not good. Honestly, I have very mixed feelings as big of a fan as I am about the fact that in Jackass, 
forever. Mm. You have people in it who are much younger than them because they needed young people to do some stunts who weren't in these, who were kids when this was on and said, I watched this as a kid. Now I'm doing it. That yeah. was exactly what the disclaimer at the beginning yeah. of every episode says. Don't, Don't do this. Don't do it. But like Poopies, his whole thing, there's a guy named, if you're not familiar with all this stuff, listeners, there's a car- There's a man who goes by the name of Poopies in the new movie. And he watched this as a child. He's probably our age. I hate to say it. Maybe even younger. I think he's I don't younger know. than us. And he watched it. He made his own version on YouTube, which is exactly what you're not supposed to do. And now he's in the movie. Yes. That's not good. Who knows? I, I don't know. He's a grown man, and he has to be willing to accept risk. Look at that. They just put a shopping cart in the back of a pickup truck. That's not safe. Listen. Bams was very well known for his shopping cart antics. That that became a part of Jack. He's definitely responsible for that. And in the first movie, the opening scene, if you remember, they've created a gigantic shopping cart and they have all yeah. of them in it. Well, I feel like the internet is just the democratization of Jack and uh, <laughs> street antics. You're right. You're right. You ready to stop listening to me talk about it and start watching Viva La Bam? You're going to be shocked when I watch this and then all of a sudden I turn into an absolute (laughs) You're like waking me up by throwing a flower on my face and filming it. All my high-minded talk about like how Johnny Knoxville isn't here to raise your kids. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I turn into an absolute unmanageable prankster. So we're going to watch two episodes. Season one, episode two, Don't Feed Phil. And season three, episode three, Fort Knoxville. Speaking of Johnny Knoxville, I couldn't not show the one that he's in. It's the best one. Johnny Knoxville looks better than ever. You well, know what? Now, oh yeah, now. Yeah, get out there on right. the internet, kids. He's I read the, I saw this headline, they called it his Silver Foxville era. I know a place that'll deliver a pizza. He said he told all the places around here. But this place is up way up on Westchester Pike. That'll work. And then just eat two slices and then I'll just eat the other six. It's two slices, I think we're gonna change. Should I eat the two slices or don't eat it? I might as well. Alright, order it. Should I order it? And then yeah. you come. Yeah, we want to order a large pizza. I just caught Don Vito calling a pizza place. He's calling, he ordered a pizza from Delaware. He said it's for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to call out of the area where anybody would know Phil's name. You throw that pizza in the, in the blender and, and, then, and then feed it to the cat. I'm not being held responsible. Ape, we're coming to the house. A lot of eyeliner on Bam. April Margera loves to show that she was once a baton twirler at any opportunity. Good for April. She's in the opening credits doing it. Oh no, that Brandon D. Camillo guy, we knew he was going to be bald. Oh look, a uh, McMansion. Oh yeah, Phil and April have the most McMansion-y house. You could cut it apart with a box cutter. Well, he feel like he does when he like runs into a wall. They're just going to out here fat shaming his dad. Listen, April just likes to feed Phil. Yeah. I think Phil might have sleep apnea. I worry that instead of a sleep apnea machine, that they just have Bam. Bam just wakes him up when they think he's going to die. If you don't hear him breathing, Bam, just go ahead and wake him up some weird way. Phil's hoarding food in his office. It's not good. Bam out here complaining about his middle class family's pantry. Upper middle class, I would say. What does Phil do? Phil's really quite hairy. I'm disappointed how much I'm finding this hilarious. I hate you so. When Phil goes down and there's an alarm in the fridge. I'm getting an alarm on our fridge. Because literally, after we ate dinner the other day, you were just staring into the fridge with it open. They found the mustard he hid in his desk. Is this like when you have like fasting blood work and you accidentally schedule your appointment for like 4 (laughs) p.m.? You're just angry. Did you hear April earlier? This is classic April Margera always giving Bam the benefit of the doubt. She goes, he's just worried because he doesn't want to lose his dad. And he's worried he also will gain some weight in his life. April, April could have maybe been a little harder on Bam. <laughs> just a little. Listen, I'm not here to backseat parent, but I'm gonna. See, look at those puffy shoes. Oh, yeah. You see them? Yep. You see the puffy God, shoes? That's what you're talking about. Those were idiotic. 
Do you remember those, like, from fourth grade to eighth grade? Yeah, it's a skater shoe. It's got a nice flat, so you can break, mm-hmm. so you can slow yourself down. But look at the top. It's like a Casper pillow on top. <laughs> look at it. This is Phil's brother, Don Vito. you never seen him? No. Are his eyes okay? No. Wait till he talks. Is he mumble rapping? So... Did Don Vito invent mumble rap? I don't know if they're going to do it in this episode, but they will put, like, subtitles under him because he's so impossible to understand sometimes. That man's mouth is cavernous. Don Vito. I don't think that lead singer has blinked yet. I think these episodes are maybe a good eight minutes too long. You know, as much as I hate commercials, I almost think having the commercial breaks Yeah, it gives you a little break, right? (laughs) Yeah. I think Bam is used to making these, like six minute prank That's videos true. like he's not used to making these long form, uh, uh, long form <laughs> stunts with a narrative like yeah. no the whole family though is very game i appreciate they're, it they're making money i Tyler. know but don Vito putting on all this eye makeup i'm just confused by everything's existence this just is a lot they're feeding him they're blindfolding phil now it's after midnight he's done it a day of no eating and they're feeding him like weird food combinations yeah i feel like maybe some of these weird food combinations you would be like paying top dollar at a michelin starred <laughs> restaurant for now it's like beef a fruity pebble and a potato chip oh no oh don vito's drinking a whole bottle of hot sauce do you think it's a whole bottle of hot sauce though i actually it looked pretty uh you think? it looked like a uh, cherry juice wow You've cast out on the whole show now. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Oh, my God. All right, so... Uh, uh, so... This is real. Phil's uncle <laughs> hit his... Oh, uh, oh they're lifting... It seems the... like he hit his toe on something, and his toenail oh is just God. coming off. And his his feet are not camera ready. His Even his non-falling-off oh. toenail feet are not camera ready. There's a lot of dead skin on his feet. Oh, it's gnarly. Oh, my God. Ryan Dunn is in the corner, like, gagging. That's how I feel right now. Oh, my God, uh, they, they ripped it off with pliers. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, this is horrific. Oh, oh. My God, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, Dunn just smelled it. He probably has, like, some diabetic uh, Maybe. neuropathy oh, in his God. toe. Like, oh, my look God. Look at it. Yeah. I hate Whoa. it here. That toenail thing was... That... Oh, that put... To quote I, Bam, I need to lay that was down. gnarly. It, it was gnarly. I think the, di- the dictionary definition of gnarly. Oh, that was haggard, dude. It's... It was something. It was right. unpleasant. Here's here's the Johnny Knoxville episode. Hey, it's Johnny. <gasps> Johnny, what are you doing in here? Oh, my God. Awesome. What are you doing out here, though, with this? Um, what happened to the car? We were going to make it a little convertible. Can which... this be put back together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can put it back together after lunch. Everyone here is so edgy. <laughs> oh, there's a whole storyline, if you could call it that, where he purchased this barn castle thing and he lives here now that's a converted barn in westchester it is probably several hundred thousand dollars oh yes he could afford it and they could do stuff like this where ryan dunn and johnny knoxville are using a sawzall to remove the roof from a brand new hummer because they had more money than they could spend can you tell that april wishes that johnny knoxville i think she wishes that johnny was her son (laughs) look how happy she used to see him at phil Johnny Knoxville's energy is just so nice compared to Bam's, right? Yeah, I mean, Johnny Knoxville is a dirt person, but, right? Like, he seems kind. They have the right? same, like, they do the same stunts. Yeah. But, yeah, he just seems so nice and, like, silly. Yeah, he just seems much kinder. He would never punch his dad over and over again for so. no reason. What What the hell is this kitchen? It's what a, is What is happening with the kitchen? It's in the castle. Oh, my good God. <laughs> what? <laughs> I cannot understand a word he Don, said. Don Vito the, is drunk and is just completely unintelligible. 
What do you say? All I saw was they're in second grade. He's no saying sense. he's wearing Johnny Knoxville's underwear, and he's oh. like, "You got to be in second grade to wear these underwear." Because Don Vito's just looking longingly into the pool, and he <laughs> said, "Those are my best shorts." <laughs> Here's my question: hmm. Why would you get a soup near these people? You just know one of them's gonna put it in their mouth and spit it back out. God, you remember those horrible hats? The beanie with the brim. <laughs> oh God! Did you have one? No. Oh. Do you think they? Uh, they just closed down the duffers and they had to like fumigate it afterwards. Oh, definitely. There's like vomit everywhere. So the inside of the home is painted like a castle. Yes. Why? Oh. You know, Bam though loves cruel wake up pranks. So I don't feel yeah. too bad for him that he just no, stepped on tacks and stuff. I think this episode is so good because Bam is getting so much comeuppance over and over <laughs> again for his behavior in every other episode. Why is Sean Penn here? The actor. He's just here for some reason. Why? Uh, maybe Sean Penn was trying to bond with his son. Yeah. And then Sean Penn's delinquent child is also here. <laughs> Sean Penn is not looking so good here. He looks like Sylvester Stallone. Look at him. And he's much younger. This is 20 years ago. Do you think now that Ryan Dunn's dead, they ever feel bad about any of these pranks? Or are they like, we die, like he died, died with lots of pranks under his belt? Yeah. This is like when your one friend who's a little bit much comes to town and you're like, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> how many nights? How long are you going to stay? Look, look at that kid's little stick legs and his big pillowy shoes. <laughs> and his They're just jeans, a joke. His, his jorts that go down basically to his ankles. Alright, I didn't like this. <laughs> you don't say. No, it was just too it was just too much. It was too much. Too much adolescent uh antics. It was just too much. It's very intense, very high energy. It's pretty much everything you've ever said you don't like. There's loud rock music. There's children disrespecting their parents. That Johnny Knoxville one was definitely better than the Don't Feed Phil one. Yeah. So are you going to watch the other 38 episodes of Viva La Bam? Sure won't. How about Wild Boys? I'd watch one Wild Boys. Maybe. Just to see Manny Puig. Maybe in the future. All right, Kate. Uh, so Viva La Bam. I love Mammy. Not a hit. Mammy. Mammy Puig. Mammy Puig. Yeah, just revisiting any of this... this Jackass and Jackass adjacent stuff is interesting because most of it is pretty fun to watch because it's just pranks. But this, the, just the the storyline element is just so I don't know. I don't find I don't feel it fits in well with the other ideas of Jackass, the pranks, the skating. You know, this one was like it's a prank war. Like, is it or it's just like of all the Jackass content to revisit, this really isn't it because of that reality show aspect. It's at least not, for me, it's not it. It's just so painful sometimes to watch them kind of do the acting part. All right, uh, so Viva La Bam, not a winner. It was just a bleh. Yeah. Viva La Bleh. That's all. Just a weird trip down memory lane to that time in my life of being that age watching yeah. this. Wondering, like, is this is this what you're supposed to do? Is this fame? <laughs> Better lace up my puffy shoes and go to school. All right, tell us what to watch next. We have been on a really weird, it's... wild ride lately of Nick at Night and MTV and just things, Pepper Ann. Things just are, are all over the place for us lately. I'm enjoying this weird mishmash. Uh, so tell us what else we should revisit that you're nostalgic about. Uh, you can email us at nostalgiaatawall.com. You can send us direct messages on our social media. You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app, or you can just go to www.nostalgia.org and find all our past episodes and all the ways to reach out to us there. Yeah. Now, my job. What will he do next? Whatever the f I want. <laughs>